Poppy and Lee on Listener. It's breakfast whenever you want it. In the words of Queen, I want it all, I want it all, I want it all, and I want it now. Bit repetitive, but that's fine. Yeah, sounded well, better when they did it. Tell that to Freddie. So, sounded better when he did it. What about if I sung it? No, probably Maybe best sure. that you don't. We actually have too much on today to get into me critiquing your singing because it will take honestly hours. <laughs> um, Poppy, we do have a bit on because uh, we're catching up with the Boundaries Commissioner. There's big stuff happening today and tomorrow mm. for Cootamundra and Gundagai and, shows. And Friday too, um, Friday across the next well. few days. Though there's just It's been a conversation forever and a day. Basically, since they were merged, yeah. the conversation of a demerger has been up and about in both of those regions. So um, talk a little bit about that today. Also, uh, Greg Conkey going to be uh, joining us about the Wagga Community Band, but a oh. band who is uh, probably at least six steps above that. Yeah, probably not quite at community level. No, because they are going to be touring with Keith Urban later in the year, including coming near us down to Deniliquin and tickets on sale on Thursday for that one. Yes, and that is, of course, the Birds of Tokyo. We are joined by Glenn Sarangapani from Birds of Tokyo, back on tour and with Keith Urban. That's pretty bloody cool. It is excellent, beyond excellent, actually. Like, being back on tour is amazing. Add Keith Urban to that. It's just too good. Can you talk to Keith Urban about the highlights that he has in his hair? I just sort of feel like they needed to sort of stay in the late 90s, early 2000s. But here we are in 2022 and he's still rocking them. I was considering going the same way, to be honest. I had blonde hair, like, um, a little while ago and I was thinking of bringing it back to, you know, as a bit of a nod to him, going on his tour, give him a bit of a, yeah... (laughs) That would be a vibe. You might get, to, you might get to do a little duet with him, or he might get. Oh, that would be incredible. He might get jealous of your highlights. Yeah, maybe. And be like, nah. We get a, a highlight, a highlight off, and just if everyone just keeps getting more and more intense highlights throughout the tour. You end well, up blonde. Honestly, the highlights will be many when they hit the stage. Oh my god, you are so <laughs> lame. Deniliquin, have you ever been to uh, to Deniliquin, like for the Ute Master or for any of the shows that they have there? We have, actually. Our tour manager is very proud that he's got his own shirt that says, this is not my first rodeo. Oh, <laughs> oh <wow>. yes. <laughs> but he, we've, we've done it a couple of times, so he's, he keeps crossing it out, and I think he's up to, this is not my, my third rodeo. So. <laughs> oh, very cool. What, what do you think? The <laughs> I don't know if cool is the right word, but he's very <laughs> pleased with himself for it. <laughs> yeah, and for me, as a dad, that is, that is cool, because no. you, you tend to wear shirts that just annoy other people slightly. Yeah, you can tell one of us is a parent and the other one yeah. is <laughs> <laughs> What do you think it is about Deniliquin and the Denny Utemaster that keeps bringing bands and keeps bringing people back? It's a different vibe. I think it's because it's like there's camping. It feels more like a festival than just a regular gig. So like right in the middle of like a bunch of uh, a stadium run to have this show there. Like we're very excited about it just quietly. And there's no, no offense to any of the stadiums, obviously, but it's no. going to be a different vibe. So I think everyone's, everyone's heaps pumped. What's it like lining up in like, because you guys have come up through the ranks and obviously would have played pub gigs and gone through that, that level to play in front of stadiums full of people who are singing your songs back at you. It's the best. Like, I can't. It is the greatest feeling ever. <laughs> like, you walk off the stage feeling like a proper legend and then you wonder why you don't feel like a legend when you're not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is, it is a really, really awesome feeling. Like, um, I love the pub shows. And I love, like, where we've, like, um, it, it's just been the, the gigs that we did growing up were some of my favourite gigs ever. But to get that experience of playing like in a big stadium and having all the phones go up for lanterns <laughs> is an incredible feeling. Like it kind of just takes your breath away being on stage. Do you remember your first ever stadium gig? What was it and where were you? 
Um, I can't remember the first one, but like the one that really sticks in my head was the Frio Hawthorne AFL Grand Final at the MCG because oh, that was like intensely right. nerve wracking. Like my you, heart. as we're walking out of. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, I always thought I was going to be one of those, like, good West Coast Eagles supporters who, like, when Freo gets in, I'll support them. And when they got in, I was cheering for the Hawks. Yeah, no, I've cheered um, for every person that West Coast has ever played in a grand final. Like, I was going for Collingwood in 2018. I'm a mad Sydney Swans fan across 0506. Yeah, I'm just not, I, I would love to say that I too am that person, but I'm not. It's You can't do it. You find out who you are. And I, I, I always, like, like looks down my nose at people like you who are like, oh, you've got to support West Coast. And nah. as soon as Frio got a look in, I was like, nah. Come on, Hawks. No, nah, I hate I hate the Eagles. I'm not barracking for you ever. <laughs> Never. <laughs> okay, I think with, next time there's a, there's a derby, we'll sit up at opposite ends of the stadium from each other and just message each other. Yeah, well, probably a good idea given the way West Coast played in the last derby. Oh. Uh, back, oh. back anyway, the, back, back to the, the, uh, the Smith stadium Street. Gig. Yeah, Smith Street's great. <laughs> New track. <laughs> We're going to have a fight. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! This has happened. It's finally yeah. You've got a, a West WA AFL fight happening on air. Yeah, yeah, and like worthwhile. I feel worthwhile. We are miles off track. Back onto that amazing gig that you played at the Freo vs Hawthorne yeah. final. And before you started cheering for the Hawks and Poppy stopped talking to you. <laughs> What's oh, like? Yeah, well, hundred thousand at the G. Incredible feeling. Like I'm um, very, very. Uh, very, very cool. And it was one of those ones where the entire band was nervous. We haven't been nervous getting on stage in years. Like the, but um, walking out for that one, you could see everyone's kind of hands shaking and everyone's looking at the ground a little bit more than normal. But it was a, it was a belter of a gig and we were all stoked. But then we, when we were watching the game, we all started like, oh, awesome, the gig's over. Let's get really drunk and, like, and, we, can, and you know, we can relax, watch the game. Turns out we needed to play after the game as well. Which our manager came over and <laughs> yeah, she came over and said like, "Oh yeah, you guys know you're playing at the end as well, right?" <laughs> the and and we're like about five vodka Red Bulls in each. Excellent. And if you watch that um, that live performance on YouTube, you can see how drunk everyone is, and you can see Kenny nearly fall off the stage. <laughs> That's right. Just do what There's the Killers a- did. Get one of the players from the winning team to sing half of the song for you, and it's all fine. Just Jack Rewalt sung Mr. Brightside for them. They just sat back. You guys should have done that. I reckon we should literally have in not getting. We should have got Jack Rewalt to sing Mr. Brightside for yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> would have been just as good. That would have worked. Yeah. In fact, every every gig would be better if you've got Rewalt singing Mr. Brightside. You're not wrong. That wouldn't apply. Um, <laughs> Smith Street, your new single. Tell us a bit about this. It's um it it is a song about kind of. Let's finish the pandemic. We're over it. Yeah. And I think we, we feel like we're kind of getting to the end of it. You know, it's the the, the it's the kick on of the pandemic that's happening right now. And we're it's, it was just really nice to be able to kind of go, oh, let's get back to a place that we've had so many um, awesome nights, um, Smith Street and Collingwood, mm. and we can actually go to a pub, like hang out with our friends, give your friends a hug, like that kind of thing. It's just stuff we've taken for granted for so long. And our, our bass player, um, Ian, like came up with the the idea of the song and sent it through to to Kenny, and everything kind of just came out really organically because the whole band was feeling this need to express that just that emotion so much. 
Was Smith Street the first place you went for a beer when everything opened up again? Uh, For the story, I could pretend it is, but no, it wasn't. (laughs) 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 No, we we had a mate who had a pub on Smith Street called Bar SK. They had like um, a bunch of video games in a pub and we... Lots and lots of gigs in Melbourne ended up back there. You know, like after parties would end up back there. So heaps of really good memories and also nights that we've completely forgotten on Smith Street. <laughs> I'm just um, writing down the name of that bar to visit because that sounds right up my alley. Yeah, you're, that would they've, really be. Yeah. They've, actually wrapped, they've actually wrapped up now. The, no! um, they've closed up. I, I've got a feeling that it turns out a good business model is not to give birds of Tokyo free beers every time they come into town. <laughs> <laughs> Pubs in Denny, take note. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Glenn, it's been an absolute pleasure catching up, Um, even even if uh, Poppy did slightly offend you with the West Coast (laughs) chat. Uh, But the next derby, no doubt, uh, West Coast will go slightly better uh, because you'll have half of your players back. I don't know, they had half their players back last week and they were still rubbish. <laughs> no, please, yeah, no, there, there, is, there is no AFL footy season this year. There's no, there's no AFL. I'm, I'm you not sound really like all the other Eagles fans I know. As a GWS Giants fan, <laughs> I'm right there with you. As a Dockers fan who sits second on the ladder, I'm like, you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> look, yeah, I'm the, I'm the, you'll, you'll see me in a, in a few weeks' time. You'll see me in a green and purple scarf. <laughs> and we welcome you aboard our bandwagon. There is plenty of room. <laughs> now, tickets, tickets go on sale for the gig in December when Freo still will not have won a premiership. <laughs> um, <laughs> supporting Keith Urban at Daniloquin. It is going to be a hell of a show. This uh, has gone so far off track, but practically <laughs> in Daniloquin. <laughs> uh, Glenn, thanks so much for your time, mate, and all the best. No worries. Great to chat to you guys. Glenn Sarangapani from Birds of Tokyo. Thank you so much for joining us today. It has just been like wild. it has been a wild ride. Yeah, that was a wild ride, but Bobby, I, I'd do it again if I had to. And please, please, please stop insulting our guests. That would be wonderful. Why? He took it really well. He's got a thick skin. I can just sense it. Uh, we're catching up with Greg Conkey in just a little while to talk about the Wagga Community Band who are looking for some new members. Before we get to that, though, mm. Bob Scent is the Boundaries Commissioner and they're looking into the Kudamundragunda Guy Shire de Merger. Yeah, and... And there is a little bit going on and um, at the moment there's um, some public hearings which are about to happen looking for submissions from the public in those communities. Bob, can you tell us a bit about these hearings, what you're hoping to discuss, what you're hoping to find out, a little bit a little bit more about them? Well, one of the things we have to take into account in looking at any boundary change is the uh, attitudes of the residents and ratepayers that are concerned and uh, these hearings are certainly one of the main opportunities for residents and ratepayers to come along either just to listen to what other people have to say or to put their own views forward. Uh, there's also the opportunity for them to put in submissions, written submissions. Uh, we've extended the closing date of that uh, till Friday week. Um, it was originally going to be Monday, but we thought we'd give people an extra uh, working week to get their submissions in. And there's, uh, as I said, there's plenty of opportunity for people still to come along. Um, registrations uh, are still open, um, or people can simply turn up on the day. I'm sure there'll be plenty of uh, seats available. Now, this uh, inquiry is into the business case for de-amalgamation. This yes. isn't like the process seems to have been going on for some time into uh, the de-amalgamation of the Kuta Gundagai uh, councils. Can you tell us a little bit about what that's been since they were joined? Was it back in 2016? 
that's right, they were joined in 2016. Uh, Then in uh, 2019, I think it was the um, Gundagai Council in exile put in a a proposal to the minister. Uh, We reviewed that, uh, put our report to the minister, and the minister decided against the merger. Uh, What happened about the same time as her decision was that the council itself put in another proposal, uh, again for demerger. So while it sounds like it's been a long process, it's actually been three processes um, running one after the other virtually. Um, now, the, one of the issues I think people are concerned about is they've, they've put in submissions before um, and people have asked, why can't we simply take those into account? Um, we can if people ask us to, but we can't automatically carry submissions forward because um, people might have changed their minds, people might have moved out of the area. Um, so we are asking for new submissions or at least uh, advice from people who put in earlier submissions that we can carry those forward, but we can't do it automatically. Obviously, this has been something that I know has been a bit of a hot-button issue in the Kudamundra Gundagai um, shires. Why is it such, a, a, I guess, a big topic of conversation and what is the business model looking like at the moment? Well, I think it's, a, it's certainly a, a hot issue. Um, it's probably a hotter issue in Gundagai, uh, given what happened uh, with the proposal from Gundagai Council in exile. Um, and I, I think it's probably always going to be the case that when a, a smaller shire is merged with a larger shire, uh, the people of the smaller shire feel that they're losing their, their influence or their community of interest. Uh, they're losing perhaps some degree of direct contact with their councillors. Uh, so I know there's uh, there's ongoing um, angst or concern about the merger and uh, what we're here for is to hear the extent of that. What's the next step in this process after the public hearings? When will the Boundaries Commission uh, be able to come to a decision? And what role does that play in it actually, like in a demerger or a non-demerger actually happening? Okay, well, we, we provide a report to the minister. <clears throat> Pardon me, it's a minister who makes the uh, makes the decision. Uh, so after these hearings this week, uh, we'll have the submissions next week. The hearings uh, will be um, recorded, so we'll be able to go through the transcripts to uh, re uh, rehear, in effect, what uh, people have said. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll take that into account. We'll take the submissions into account. There's other work that we uh, do in uh, looking at the various factors under the Act. There are nine factors under the Act we have to take into account, um, financial advantages and disadvantages, obviously the attitude of the residents, uh, community of interest, geographic cohesion, the effect on the employment of staff of the council. Um, So there's all these factors that we take into account. Uh, We will sit down as a commission over a number of meetings, go through all the material, discuss it amongst ourselves and come to a decision and write up a report to the minister who then has uh, 28 days to make a decision. And if people want more information um, about these public hearings, when are they happening, how can they get along and how can they get their submissions in in the next seven days? Okay, well, the uh, the hearings start this afternoon in uh, the Cootamundra um, Ex-Servicemen's Club. Uh, first uh, hearing is at 5.30 and then again uh, tomorrow at 9.30. 
we then moved to Gundagai and the first hearing there is at 4.30 in the Gundagai District Services Club and then again on Friday morning at 9.30. Uh, as I said, plenty of opportunity for people to come along. Um, if people want to put in a submission, they can do that up until Friday next week. Uh, but if people want more information about how to do any of this, uh, where to lodge submissions, what the Commission's all about, um, if they simply type into their search engine, uh, LGBC for Local Government Boundaries Commission, space NSW, uh, that'll bring up our site at the top of the list and uh, people can go in there. Uh, there are frequently asked questions, there are contact details, there's a description of the process involved, etc. Fantastic. Well, Bob, it's been an absolute pleasure to catch up with you this morning. And uh, look, for people who do want to put those submissions in, we encourage you to do so in both Cootamundra and Gundagai when the Boundaries Commission has their hearings today and tomorrow and Friday. Bob Sent, Chair of the Boundary, Local Government Boundaries Commission, thank you for your time. Thank you very much. Bob Sent, Chair of the Boundaries Commission, uh, with us today. And of course, those hearings are taking place today, tomorrow and Friday. Uh, make sure you check out that website. We, we talked music at the top of the pod. We're now talking music, but probably more on our level, I, yeah. s- I would suggest, yeah. um, with Greg Conkey. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Wagga Community Band is looking for some new members. Be- and thankfully, I don't think you need to have much talent or experience. So we could be in here. That's it. You guys, Greg, you guys are having a come and try day. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so the Wagga Community Band's been going for about six years now. A, it's a it's a, a very friendly friendly band. So we're having uh, we think there's a lot of people out there who have uh, musical instruments uh, in cupboards, gathering dust. They haven't played them for years. Uh, there's others as well who <laughs> would like to take up mu- uh, musical instruments. So this Thursday night at um, at five thirty at South Wagga uh, School Auditorium, we're having a come and try night. So people can come along. We'll have musical instruments there, but people can bring their own. But um, they can come and try a whole range of musical instruments uh, um, in a very informal atmosphere and hopefully they um, they might come and join the band. It's nothing better than uh, if you want to play a musical instrument to join a group of people yeah. who are like-minded and, and play. What do you play? I play the saxophone. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I've been playing it for about six years now. Not particularly well. I've got a, <laughs> a long, long, long way to go, but uh, thoroughly enjoying it. So, always, yeah. always tough on the embouchure. The uh, yeah, with the saxophone. Whoa. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, we're What's... bringing out embouchure today to show off my musical knowledge. Yeah, well done. I'm, I'm impressed. Yeah. Well, I'm impressed. That's, that's a word that doesn't get enough daylight. You know. I know. Well, it doesn't fit in the wordle each day. So. No. <laughs> To start with that one. It's more than five letters. Yeah. Bobby, yeah. yeah. um, you, you used to play an instrument at school, I believe. I was a violinist for about eight years and wow. I was never good. Like I started in like year two when they give you the violin. Also, fun fact, when they, I was so small when I started in year two. So I think it's a one sixteenth is the size of the tiniest violin that they make. And I'm pretty sure I was in year two and they gave me a either one sixteenth or one fourteenth. Like it was so small. It was. Do you still have it? No, of course not. I I loaned all my violins, so I never actually um, had any of them. But I managed to, right before I finished playing violin in like year 10, which is when I gave it up, um, I convinced my violin teacher that I was big enough for a full-size violin and I like almost wasn't. But I stretched my arms so long so that I could fit it. I'm taller now than I was But it's not too late to go back. I don't actually think anyone wants me to. Uh. If you ask my violin teachers over the last... Like when I when I played violin, I don't reckon they're keen for me to pick pick up the violin again. Lee, on the other hand, is a flautist. Ah, well, I think this the crowning is a... achievement was playing lead flute and piccolo in West Side Story in the school <laughs> production. 
Well, so we, well, late Thursday we'll, night. We're going to sign you up because it's a, it's a bra, it's a woodwind and brass instrument uh, band. So unfortunately, we don't have violins. Terrible, but time. dreadful. A lot of flutes, yeah. a lot of flutes. So there you go. Come Very along. Good. 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 The good news is you can hide if there's a lot of flutes. You can sort of hide in there. <laughs> well, I've heard heard rumours that it's a fairly relaxed atmosphere there, and that's the thing I love. About, used to love about playing in a band uh, is that you just it's a group of people working towards a common purpose, and yeah, you all get on. Um, Tell Greg, us. How's, how's your experience been of how, the attitude of the band? How relaxed is it, Greg? It is a particular, and you're referring to a, a little story I told you <laughs> off air, and uh, it, never very, tell us anything off I air. Shouldn't, but it is particularly relaxed. And uh, last Christmas uh, we had some Christmas carols, and we had a book of Christmas carols, um, 110 Christmas carols, or something like that. The conductor, uh, Ben Fixter, who's an ex Kabuka band, yeah. is still out of Kabuka, said we'll play number 34. I thought he said number 36. So I was playing 36 very nicely, I thought. <laughs> Everybody else was playing 34. Nobody knew the difference. Fantastic. <laughs> you know the image I've got in my mind is you sax soloing a la Lisa Simpson at the start of the intro <laughs> <laughs> and just soloing your way through and thinking, Jesus, Greg's on fire today. You're lucky that it wasn't, though, like Silent Night and Here Comes Santa Claus. Because yeah. can you imagine definitely. the, like, beautiful yeah. tones of Silent Night as the other members of the band play number 34 yeah. and then you're there like here comes Santa Claus uh-huh. here comes. <laughs> the no, remixed so, version that's right but very forgiving band and uh, <laughs> we're there to have, to have fun and to be surrounded by music it's absolutely as you both have experience is absolutely man, uh, fantastic absolutely uh, yeah. Thursday night 5.30 where can people get along uh, so it's uh, South Wagga Public School Auditorium yep. uh, look check out the website just google Wagga Community Band it'll pop up but um, just come along at uh, 5.30 we're going to have um, some tea and coffee and um, some muffins I believe and oh. just a friendly chat and uh, we'll play a couple of uh, notes hopefully yeah. start with one note uh, and uh, and uh, yeah, encourage people to come along and uh, and take up a musical instrument I think it's probably safer for everyone if I don't uh, Greg yeah. it's always and been a pleasure to catch up and uh, all the best with getting people along for the come and try day yeah absolutely Lee that's just about it from us today of course you can catch us anytime on the Riverinas Triple M between 6 and 9 not anytime then just between 6 and 9 you can get us anytime on listener though <laughs> absolutely it's just it's whenever you want. Yeah, that's and it. I want it all. I want it all. I want it all. We talked about how repetitive it sounds when you say it. No, absolutely not. That's it. We're, we'll we'll be back on the pod tomorrow. We'll be back on air between six and nine. That's a quite enough from you. Poppy and Lee weekdays from six on the Riverinas Triple M, and whenever you want them on Listener.